Welcome to The Mentor List, a source of sound advice with your host, David Lewis. To seek support and you need to allow yourself to be supported. Really have a point of difference. What is precious, what's really important, and then putting some boundaries there. The Mentor List specialises in interviews with top business minds. Gather their advice for your career. This is The Mentor List. Hello and welcome to the show. Today we are here in the heart of Melbourne with Nathaniel Bibby. Nat is the founder and CEO of Bibby Consulting Group. He is also probably the most active man on LinkedIn right now with his daily vlog, which you can find via hashtag vlog. Nathaniel is also creating a LinkedIn Hero Series, which I was very lucky to be a part of, along with a very impressive lineup he has on his series, which he's distributing right now. So jump on and have a look. Who you won't hear from today, but is absolutely here and in the studio is Andrew Morrissey, who we call the Media Ninja, and he's also capturing today on video. So shout out to Andrew. We're also very lucky that Nathaniel has agreed to appear a little more often on the mentor list, and we'll be hosting a very exciting mini series right here on the mentor list very soon. So stay tuned. So I hope you enjoy today's conversation and introduction to the Nathaniel Bibby. Nathaniel Bibby, welcome to The Mentor List. What a privilege to be here. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you on. And for those that maybe haven't logged into LinkedIn lately and don't know <laughs> who you are and haven't seen your face, maybe we can just start with the first question, which is, do you want to tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. I was born in England. I don't know if you can notice the accent or not, but when I was five with the bills stacking up, my dad took my family to Hong Kong and started a business there in asset management and grew that business. It was one of the most successful boutique asset management companies in Hong Kong. When I was 10, I went to boarding school in Perth. Big dreams of being a surfer. <laughs> Found out I didn't like surfing very much when I got to Perth, but I uh, went to boarding school there. Cut a long story short, growing up, saw my dad catch about 80 flights a year, and I didn't see my family as much as I would have liked to growing up. And I kept thinking to myself, you know, there must be a better way to grow a business than going out and entertaining clients nonstop. And when I left university, I'd actually studied finance at university because I wanted to be like that. Yep. Went to one lecture and I was like, oh, I hate this, right? <laughs> so I switched to marketing because there was a lot of chicks in marketing, right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the real reason why I want to do. But anyway, so when I left university, there's not a lot of jobs in marketing. A lot of people study it, not a lot of jobs. So I go into sales and I, my dad was developing properties in Phuket, Thailand. And so I went and worked for him. And when I arrived, it was the middle of low season. So low season, just to paint the picture, in Thailand, it's raining outside. There's no foreigners who buy property on the island. So the only thing that could connect you with potential buyers of these luxury villas that we were selling is the internet, you know, at a computer in front of me. So because I was trying to get sales, my dad hadn't sold a property in six months, I learned how to get a website to the top of Google. And by high season, we were getting 10 leads a day. And we sold that project out relatively quickly, 97 villas, did four or five other projects. And then I was recruited by a company in Hong Kong who learned that I could get real estate sites to the top of Google. And more or less, while I was on the airplane to move to Hong Kong for my new like glorious job with 150 agents, Google updates its algorithm. And all of a sudden, what I was doing not only wouldn't work anymore, but could potentially get you blacklisted off of Google. So <laughs> all this pressure on me, all these expectations. And so I learned about Google advertising was relatively new and I could get visited to the website for about 20 cents a click, which these days would be about $20, $30. So, so $20, $30 to get someone to your site now? These days, oh, at least, yeah. 
in the real estate industry, absolutely. Yeah. So became very good at that. And what happens with marketing, and I learned this in my career, is you have to have the ability to adapt. Because as soon as things become popular, they become more expensive, more competitive, and less effective. So social media was starting to become bigger when you know AdWords started to become more competitive. And I'm on Facebook, right? And like I, you know, I don't know about you, but ten, eight, nine years ago, but the pictures on my Facebook account weren't really leading to business conversations, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm not knowing how to make money off of posting what I had for breakfast on Facebooks. And I come across LinkedIn. At the time, I moved back to Melbourne to work for a digital agency, a friend of mine's company. I said to him, you know, what are the best people to target for online marketing? He said, plastic surgeons. So, you know, being new to the industry, I thought, okay, well, I'll make a list of all the ones in Melbourne. Went and knocked on all their doors. Couldn't get past the practice manager. Tried calling them all. Couldn't get past the practice manager. And so I thought, well, why don't I try this LinkedIn thing? So I contacted 10 surgeons within a week. I got six responses, four meetings, and made one sale. Wow. And I thought, okay, where's the system, right? And so we grew that business from eight employees to 120 within 18 months, at which point I left that company for various reasons and started my own business. Wow. I think you've probably hit the uh, the nail on the head there with Facebook, I guess, yeah, especially after, you know, some time in Perth, some time in Thailand, I can imagine what the profile's looking like. <laughs> I'm going to get all these Facebook <laughs> connection requests yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it sounds like a fairly transient sort of upbringing, and which now brings you to Melbourne. Is Melbourne yeah. now your home spot? Or Yeah, and going back to that point as well, five years ago when I did start my own business, it wasn't like, you know, I've had all the success from LinkedIn marketing now. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. We did a, what they call a backdoor listing on the Australian Stock Exchange and it went south. And I was in a position where I hadn't been paid in three months and I ended up quitting that job and I get home and I'm not, this is like exactly like you would picture it in a movie, but this, this you can't make up this stuff. There's an eviction notice on my front door, okay? And this is after the ASX so, listing's gone south. Yeah, hadn't yeah. been paid in three months. I was the best salesperson in the company, but was not getting paid. And so, getting the apartment, thinking, how the hell am I going to get out of this financial disaster that I'm in? And the sun's going down. And so, of course, like I go to flick on a light switch, right? Click, click. <laughs> no lights come on. Haven't paid the electricity bill. So I'm sitting there like this apartment's getting dark and I've got no money. I don't know how to pay my bills. So I do what any grown man would do and I call my mother, right? <laughs> She's in the UK or? <laughs> She's in Perth. Okay. Mom, I need some help. 28 years old, you know, I need some money. She's like, grow up, no way, hangs up. <laughs> Same okay. as my dad, right? And so shit, I'm on my own here, but you know, I've really got to like work this out on my own. And I go to the cupboard and get two extension cables. I connect them together, run them down the stairwell of my apartment building into like the common area where they had a power socket, plugged it in. And then at the other end, I connected it to a desk lamp. And I'm sitting in this dark apartment with a desk lamp like lit up in the middle of the living room floor and sat underneath it and I wrote my business plan. Like this business was born out of desperation because Tony Robbins says, in life, you either need inspiration or desperation. And I... I got desperation and I'm so glad I got it because it was actually, you know, what could have been the worst day of my life became my best day. And what is the business? So what was the plan? <laughs> well, there was <laughs> the plans <Cool>. evolved. Yeah. <laughs> kind of long story short, I'd had most success with LinkedIn marketing and I was already training people on how to use LinkedIn. And what I decided to do is because I've already effectively delegated this system to an assistant for myself, why couldn't I just offer this as a service to businesses? And so we created this product called LinkedIn Lead Generation. It had never been offered before in Australia. A couple of people doing it in the US, but basically I had to design this service myself. And 
we learned so much by working. We've worked with over 4,000 businesses just with LinkedIn lead generation now. The lead, the start of this year, we calculated how much sales we generated from the leads that we generated. Yeah. And it was over $400 million for business wow. to business companies. So that experience just gives you invaluable knowledge because you could be training people on LinkedIn all day. But if you haven't been running campaigns for those industries, there's no way you're going to get the experience that you can when you're actually you know, managing these campaigns. And every incremental difference that you make in a campaign can you know, be worth millions and millions of dollars. So we're LinkedIn marketing specialists. That's all we do. We now added LinkedIn video to our suite of services. But we're the specialists in that area. There's no other company on the planet that has a service that specifically does video for LinkedIn. And, and video is fairly new, I'd say, in the LinkedIn world. Absolutely. Four months, I think, in Australia. Four months, wow. Yeah. And so, and I guess you're sort of very bullish on the video and we're sort of talking outside of this about how LinkedIn are sort of, their algorithms are helping to promote. And so, I guess, going back to your experience with Google before they changed the algorithm way, the algorithm, mm. algorithm worth kind of say the word, is LinkedIn sort of similar? Is there sort of little tricks yeah. and tips that you might be able to share? I don't want the Absolutely. Whole, your whole um, war chest. But- right. You can get all, all through content, you know, like it's interesting because it's so immature, it's still a very easy platform to, I use the word hack, right, manipulate. And so... The cool thing is it generally follows the trends of the other social platforms. So we all knew that LinkedIn was going to get video eventually. And because Facebook got it and we know what works on Facebook, we can only you know use that as to anticipate what will work on LinkedIn. But with any platform, whether it's Google or Facebook or LinkedIn, at the end of the day, they all have the same objective, which is to give their users a good experience. And so manipulation will only get you so far in the long run. So the marketers that act with integrity and provide good quality content, provide people what they're looking for in the long run win. You know, on Instagram, how many influencers are out there who have bought their way to 100,000 followers and are buying likes every post they get and, you know, slowly Nike and all these different brands are catching on that maybe they don't have as much influence as it may seem. But for a long time they were, you know, make it that's career for them but in the long run they'll lose because instagram is just going to get smarter and wheedle those people out and they'll just be exactly the same as all the websites that ended up on page 100 of google 10 years ago how do you get is this where you're deploying robots or you're getting someone on the black market if that even exists? there's so many different things to, yeah like your post so improves the rankings or influence on the channel. that's right yeah so like for example there was a technique four months ago that worked where if on a written form update if you got you know so many likes and comments within the first hour and you worded it a certain way and you could go viral with a written form update and then linkedin you know noticed this and so all of a sudden they said okay well, they haven't said it, but what's happened, what they've done is they've changed the algorithm so that if you're not posting a mix of short-form updates, long-form articles, and video content, then you're not going to go viral. You have to be doing a mix. You can't just be doing one type of content. Wow, okay. Yeah, we had Whitney Johnson, previous mentor on the show, and she was talking about how she basically pestered LinkedIn until such time as they made her an influencer or a LinkedIn influencer. And she said once that had happened, then the LinkedIn algorithm really picked up all her posts and she started getting real... But, I mean, it's just evolved so much. Like, they only had 200 influencers at the start. Now anyone can post content. And now, since videos come in, all of the long-form articles have basically just fallen by the wayside. You can't get anywhere near as much traction as you could 
before and the platform's just going to keep evolving mm-hmm. it's the news feed i think is still filling up with a lot of things that i don't want to see which i think will evolve i think it's going to learn what i actually want what content i want to see like the amount of cookies and things that dropped in your browser you think they're going to learn eventually right what you're interested right. in and we're hammering it at the moment like we just yesterday filmed the first episode of what we're going to call the vlog a very innovative name but yep. it's going to be the first linkedin vlog in the world to my knowledge we look at what happened on youtube and we look at what happened on facebook and you look at guys like casey Neistat, and you apply that strategy to the linkedin platform and yep. all of a sudden we've got a model for interesting daily content yeah, right. And I, I sort of do see some pushback in LinkedIn communities around, you know, saying things like this is not Facebook or this is not the right community. But it sounds like you're sort of saying that the strategies will work if the content's right. Valuable. So, yeah. Yeah. So at the moment, the most viral content creators on LinkedIn don't actually have a business. Like they're just startups or, you know, students that – posting funny stuff daily it has to be daily i've interviewed a few of them and they all say the same thing you've got to start doing it daily 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 and i'm like well yeah okay but you're just doing it in your bedroom with your camera and I, <laughs> you know i feel like with your phone sorry i've got to make it more interesting than that. and that's really all we're doing we got we're doing daily content but there's wisdom value in it so there's a message there yeah and then also make it interesting by just sharing like what i'm up to in my day which you know it's been like a massive massive personal like challenge for me to get over to be able to share that much of my life but if we can reach more people you know it's worth it yeah you we were chatting on the elevator on the way up um <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a bit awkward and you've got to <laughs> i know you're, you're your worst own critic as well giving yourself a hard time about your, your vlog well everyone's asking me you know why am i doing this right but uh, my hope and my <laughs> my foresight is that eventually they'll be asking me how i did it yeah Right. Where did the focus, so the focus into LinkedIn and then you've generated, you've created a process and then you've essentially offered that as a service and now with the introduction of video, I mean, yeah, where do you see it? And so back to your point around, you know, why are you doing it? Is this something that you could see potentially offering as a service later down the track or is this? Oh, absolutely, yeah, um, 100%. That's what we're already doing. It. We're already offering branded content, helping people storytell on LinkedIn because you can create videos all day long, but no one's going to watch them unless you know how to post them, you know how to like re- get the traction. And so we offer the end-to-end solution. And to be honest with you, it's not even about LinkedIn. Like The only reason we're all in on LinkedIn is because that's where we're getting the best results. My tagline is give your business a competitive edge and like consistently there's you wouldn't find a client there's plenty of clients that like you know have fallen out with that have like come and gone you won't find one that has, won't say that i don't get results we stand behind that and if tomorrow door knocking becomes more effective than lead generation on linkedin then the team will be out out knocking on doors because that's where we're getting the conversions um at the moment we can do it on linkedin it has to be done properly you know I don't suggest that everyone just run out and hire the next LinkedIn marketer to go and work for them because the chances are more often than not it won't work because of the message being wrong or the target market not being right. The experience that I have in digital marketing has been a massive asset, I think, to the strategies that we provide. Whereas, like, you know, for some of the other LinkedIn trainers, I know there's some, there's some great ones out there, don't get me wrong, but if their background could be marketing or it could be coaching or it could be HR, it could be writing resumes, so many different facets of it that it's not all going to be relevant relevant to business-to-business lead generation. Yeah, great. And I guess probably more so for the listeners around, so let's say, for example, you don't have a business but you've got a a progressive career and it's, I guess, the brand is you. 
what sort of things can we do on LinkedIn that might help us sort of increase our profile or yeah. what have you seen work well? Well, before you do anything, you need to optimize your profile. Right. And optimization just doesn't mean throwing a bunch of keywords in so it ranks towards the top of the search results. That, that is part of it. But it means standing out from the competition, standing out from the crowd. So if you're in a career, what are your counterparts doing? And it's about doing more than that. So whether you provide media links on your content or you definitely write your profile in first person, you know, show why you do what you do people will always connect with the why you know if you've ever seen simon sinek's ted talk you know exactly what i'm talking about but show why you're passionate about what you do what makes you different and then also if you are looking for career development or you're looking to get more clients or you're looking for to connect with potential business partners invite them to you know engage with you whether it's connect with you or to reach out to you provide your contact details the same methodology that we use on websites for conversion-based design you should be using on your profile to get people to engage with you offline because we don't want people to have conversations with us about jobs or becoming a client on LinkedIn the whole point of it is to take the conversation offline so optimization is important we've got a 22-step process that we developed very early on which works exceptionally well because whatever you do on LinkedIn whether it's reaching out to people or you're posting content everyone's going to come and look at your profile and that's where you know you tell them about who you are and what you do the wrong way to do it is to send a message telling someone what you do because that's an outbound activity you want to make it all about them and then if they get what we call in like i guess intrigue then they'll click on your name and you know read your profile because if you call call someone right yeah the first thing you do is say who you are and why you're calling whereas if i message somebody on linkedin i don't have to do either of those things because they can click on my name Right, mm. take the conversation offline. I like it. <laughs> I think I've used that uh, probably too many times in some of the meetings, but I like it in this context. So that's the ultimate strategy with your LinkedIn profile is to, I guess, lead to that conversation with that person that you want to absolutely offline. And I like the idea of bringing, I guess, marketing concepts to something that, yeah, like a LinkedIn profile. It's very, very mm. interesting take on it. Okay, so. Kind of next question was was around the quote. If there's a quote that you yeah. resonates with you, yeah, I think I think share. this is something that a lot of people will get value out of, and most of you probably heard this before. But it's by Anthony Robbins, and Anthony Robbins says proximity is power. Proximity is power, and I truly believe that like who you spend your time with is the most important decision you can make in your career or your business mm-hmm. moving forward because you just can't help but gravitate towards who you hang out with. And I think that's a big part of what both of us do. Like, I mean, the fact that you're interviewing these successful entrepreneurs and CEOs all the time could only lead in one direction. You know, they're not going to drag you down. <laughs> no, that's true. Oh, no, it's, a, it's amazing. Proximity, it's, yeah, absolutely. It's it's amazing what it does just being around those, those types of people. Yeah. I heard uh, Tony Robbins sort of, elaborate on that in other areas around you know your if you take your net wealth of your five closest friends divided by five and that's what you're worth so i found that really interesting and then he did it again in you know relationships and lifestyle and all the other uh, aspects of life but uh yeah love that proximity so it's good to be in proximity with you today (laughs) (laughs) hopefully it'll help with my linkedin lead generation and uh, entrepreneurism so just the other question so (laughs) You know, there's obviously something driving you. Is and is that playing out in in these habits? Like, do you have a, a daily routine? How are you sort of getting through the day with so much energy and yeah. accomplishing so much? So, is there any habits that you can kind of recommend to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reason I do what I do is going back to the story I told you at the start with growing up and not seeing my 
family as much as I would like to, is I truly believe that the type of lead generation and the type of networking and the marketing that we're offering allows families to spend more time closer together. And I think that that's so important that I don't even, like I'm 33 years old, I haven't even taken the time to think about a family of my own yet because this mission is so important to me. But it, for anyone is listening that wants to find unstoppable energy, it's find out who you are, what you're passionate about, because you'll just keep going. Like you you can't compete with that. And if you start every single day with gratitude, like you, you know what I'm talking about, David, like if you start your day with gratitude, it's fun. It's not even work. Like you're something driving you above and beyond dollars in the bank that people are going to find it very hard to compete with. It's like Tony Robbins again. We go back to him again. But like he's, he said, um, someone sent him a message or something saying, I'm coming for you, Tony. I'm going to take your spot. And he said, good, I encourage you. I'll do whatever I can to support you. But just remember when you get here, you'll be, you'll be where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> because he's not going to stop moving, is he? He's not yeah. going to stop making progress. Being, yeah, unstoppable. <laughs> and, and I know you had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. John Martini recently. Mm-hmm. So, would have been interesting to hear about his take on gratitude and, and I guess. Yeah, no, that, that guy's well. absolutely amazing. If you haven't heard Dr. John Martini's work, like check him out. The guy's uh, truly like he's just one of the rare individuals on this earth that can make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. Yeah, big, big plug for him because we're chatting in the left about yeah. how surprised we are that some people haven't heard of him. <laughs> which blows me I got the interview life. you got the interview as well we're like we yeah. made it this is the big time this is, you know. this is like Bill Clinton <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we helped him reach a few more people which is which is good that's right and on, on his purpose the next question was around advice so was there any advice that you received or or any advice that you wish you received or that you'd give yourself as you sort yeah. of growing through these these different stages yeah absolutely look when I started my business I didn't have a website I mean, I didn't even have electricity. And when I wrote that business plan, the next day I hit the telephones and I'm, I get this real estate agent on the end, other end of the line at 8 a.m. and he said, yeah, how can I help you? And I've got, I'm speechless. So I've got no idea what I'm saying. I just, I'm taking massive action. <laughs> I said, can you get your real estate agents into your conference area this afternoon? He said, why on earth would I do that? And I said, well, I'm going to convince them to invest in your brand. And he's like, I'm curious they'll be there. It's not, no joke. So like that, that afternoon in South Bank, I get to this real estate agency's office, there's 12 salespeople in this conference area and I pitched this personal branding mega package, which is like a one-page website. If your name is John Smith, you get johnsmith.com.au. You get a Facebook page, you get a LinkedIn profile, and it's two and a half grand and eight of them said yes, six of them paid on the spot with their credit card and so we made $15,000 in day one. Wow. And I hear all the time people who are starting businesses, whether they do it on the side or it's like main thing, they're like, oh, I, can't, I can't speak to anyone about it yet. I don't have a website. I don't have business cards. Yeah. And the truth is you don't need a website or business cards. You just need some customers. And I think that people get too wrapped up in their product that they forget who they're serving. And my biggest piece of advice to anyone starting a business is literally fall in love with your customers' needs. Don't fall in love with your product. That is amazing. I'm writing that down. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, replicating and duplicating that one. That is, yeah, great advice. Next one's just around a book. Was there a book that had a had an impact on you or one you could recommend? I know you like Brian Keller, but I've already <laughs> dropped that one in the mix. Yeah, the one thing, Brian Keller's a great one. Um, I think one that's probably going to – is more relevant today more than ever, and I, 
I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but you're welcome to beep this out. Uh, Malcolm Jackson introduced <laughs> the F word to the listeners. So. Oh, thanks, Malcolm. Go for Complain. <laughs> the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You know, I think that, you know, it's a hard conversation to have, and that book has it very well, where you've got to look at what you give a what you care about, I should say, more eloquently, and work out whether those are some things that come from you or that come from the injected values of others. And what you'll find is you probably waste a lot of time and energy on things that you actually don't care about. And the premise of the book is we only have so many fucks to give. Be careful about what you give a fuck about, you know. And I think a lot of people are not doing things today because they're afraid of what other people will think of them. And I think that's just the truth. And I think that that's the biggest thing holding people back from living their purpose and and being passionate about what they do. And in my journey, that's been where I've found the golden nuggets, if you like, of, of life is when I've, you know, broken through some of those things. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so I just want us to sort of wrap up and thank you for your time and thanks for coming in and recording with us today. And maybe we can sort of talk about, you know, your next step and the LinkedIn heroes and obviously the vlog yeah. that uh, where, where <laughs> people might go to, to yeah. find out a bit more about you and you've piqued their interest. So how do they find you? Yes, cool. So like on LinkedIn, please do reach out to me. We are posting video content daily now. LinkedIn Heroes is, uh, we've got David on the show, I think episode four or five, and we're doing those weekly. The way that you find content on LinkedIn is you use hashtags. So you got the hashtag LinkedIn Heroes and very shortly we'll be releasing the vlog, hashtag the vlog, which will be daily content so you'll be able to see what goes on behind the scenes and basically this life and tales of a madman <laughs> <laughs> trying to make a name of himself in business. <laughs> so, so we do have and, Andrew in the background, so I'm not sure if you've heard him rustling around, but probably, probably not, but we might introduce you, Andrew, because yeah. you're, you're always with um, Nathaniel and say, say hello and hopefully the mics can pick you up. Hey guys, <laughs> there he is, the media ninja. Yeah, I think you know, being able to storytell is something is a unique skill, and a lot of people who want to release video, like business professionals, mm. just don't know how to tell their story and how to create it in a way which resonates with people. And I think that's a massive skill that you know Andrew has, and, and I'm so glad that we found each other because he's a master of taking whatever mess I give him and turn yeah. it into something that makes sense. <laughs> good good um, challenge for you. <laughs> that's fantastic. But just to your point, like, and I agree, there's so many great business brains and brains out there that or business like-minded folk out there that just aren't creating content and that was sort of behind why we started the mentor list because we sort of saw this opportunity to kind of share that in a way and i guess podcasting is a, a conversational tool and people can be quite relaxed and it's you get to really sort of know someone and so that's sort of yeah the crux of why we started and yeah, I think I commend you for doing it because I think that we do have a responsibility as business owners or business leaders to create positive content. The challenge is negative content gets a lot of traction. Yeah. You only have to look at what's on the news and the yeah. media. And so the only, I mean, you can complain about it or you can do something about it, which you've done, um, and create some positive content out there. And the, the thing is, people's attention is now on the internet. That's where they're making their buying decisions. That's where they're deciding what to eat for breakfast. That's what they're deciding, like what movie to watch. And so if you're not storytelling on those platforms, you're basically marketing with at least one hand tied behind your back, if not two. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, as the sun's going down, we might call it a wrap <laughs> there. And, um, yeah, th thanks for coming in again, Nathaniel. And for everyone listening in, tune in again next week for another great show.
Thanks for having me. The Mentor List specialises in interviews with top business minds. Gather their advice for your career. This is The Mentor List.